You're listening to The Blizzard of Osborne by Michael Sheen Cuddy. Chapter 23. We did it to survive. Don't let the dark girl's size fool you. Rumor has it she has a vicious bodyguard. Two guards approached Cassie's holding cell. One guard seized Cassie, while the other jabbed a syringe into Jet's neck. Hey! What are you doing? Jet went limp, and the guard stuffed her into a metal cage. Where are you taking her? Your attack animal will be held until you've made your deposition statement. No need to worry. She's not an attack animal. What's wrong with you? They removed Cassie's blindfold only after she was seated in the tribunal chamber, so she couldn't have seen the passage on the way there. The chamber was mostly featureless. Plain white walls held an array of video and audio recording equipment. One wall was dominated by a large rectangular mirror, the one-way type found in police interrogation cells. Cassie wondered who was on the other side of the mirror, invisible and staring at her. An elderly man wearing small oval spectacles turned and spoke. In accordance with the laws of the Empire, you have been remanded to questioning by your superiors. Your examination panel consists of five experts, an immigration officer, a truant officer, a child psychologist, a criminologist, and an exterminator. Exterminator? Silence! <coughs> you are not authorized to ask questions. Cassie looked from one panelist to the next. The exterminator was most disturbing. Sitting stock still, draped in olive green overalls and wearing what looked like a welder's mask with a visor of opaque black glass, blocking even the slightest glimpse of his eyes. First of all, the portable data device you arrived with, from whom did you steal it? I didn't steal it. Queen Mavis gave it to me. The elderly man with the spectacles turned to a woman in a navy blue jumper with a prim white collar. How do you, as the child psychologist, evaluate the suspect's credibility? Her eyes start shiftily. Her fingers flex nervously. Our proximal sensors indicate accelerated heart rate and increased blood pressure. All signs that she is lying. I'm not lying. If you give me back my necklace, I can show you the hologram of Queen Mavis handing it to me. The immigration officer stood up and asked Cassie, Where do you come from? Osborne, North Dakota. 
There is no such jurisdiction in the Empire. And how did you get here? We crossed the Sea of Opacity in a Megadinka. Objection! <coughs> Fanciful tales are inadmissible in these proceedings. <coughs> you are aware, are you not, that it is physically impossible to cross the Sea of Opacity? All I know is we climbed into the Megadinka and it flew over the Sea of Opacity. We drifted for a long time and everyone thought we were lost. But eventually we landed on the beach here. Indeed. And what is this Megadinka you speak of? It's like a giant kite. We got it from the Skirlings. The Skirlings, you say? Yes. The Skirlings are a desert tribe who took us in, fed us, then were going to kill us. The child psychologist leaned and whispered to the elderly man. Then she stood up and approached Cassie. How old are you? Ten. And would you say you have a very active imagination? Yes. I see. And do you think it's possible that these so-called skirlings may be a product of your imagination? No. Really? How can you be sure? Because Sly, me, myself, and I, and Assam saw them too. And these are the other interlopers seized along with you? Yes. And do they also come from, where is it you said? Osgood? Osborne. And no, I met them on the way here. Go on. And so Cassie told them how and where she met Sly, me, myself, and I, and Assam. It took a long time to tell the whole story because they kept interrupting with questions. They had so many objections and stopped continually to confer among themselves before proceeding with more questions. The truant officer stood up and asked, In which training facility are you enrolled? Training facility? You mean, where do I go to school? Yes, if you like. Where do you go to school? Henry Kissinger Elementary. <laughs> There's no such institution registered within the Empire. <sighs> She's lying again. Her lying appears to be compulsive, possibly pathological. The child psychologist leaned over and whispered to the criminologist. After a brief consultation, the child psychologist turned to Cassie and asked, Whose idea was it to steal the Megadinka? We didn't steal it. The Skirlings were going to chop our heads off. So me, myself, and I got a Dinka to help us escape. So you're saying that me, myself, and I stole it? No, he didn't steal it. The Skirlings were going to kill us, so he used it to get away. I don't know how you define stealing in Osborne, or wherever it is you're really from, but in the Empire, stealing is when someone takes property belonging to someone else without their permission. So, according to the law, you, or me, myself, and I, stole Skirling property. But they were going to kill us! It was escape or die! We did it to survive. Indeed. Do you realize that is the lamest excuse of the common killer? I did it to survive. Furthermore, why should we believe that these so-called skirlings were trying to kill you? Do you have even one shred of evidence to prove this libelous claim? Next, Me, Myself, and I is brought before the tribunal where his loyalty will be severely tested. <laughs>